0: Hello everyone and welcome to MIT Design earring Series, a weekly podcast where we feature leading professionals from the domains of design, technology, business and innovation. We talk to them about their experience, views on the latest industry trends, design airing, and a lot more. You can connect with us on our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter handles to get regular updates regarding our new episodes. And without further ado, let's start with your show
1: modern technological advancements and digitization have altered people's lives and made them much more accustomed to seamless and tailored experiences engaging in intelligent dialogue with the users and empathizing with them to understand their approach to a problem has become more critical than ever along with this a design thinking mindset blended with curiosity can help designers craft frictionless experiences for the end user so how can designers follow the design process to create successful products to learn more about this concept and many more related topics we bring to you someone with over two decades of experience in the design industry and currently working as associate vice president and Head of Customer Experience and Design at Havels India Limited, Sumit Singh. He is an experienced design leader and product developer with expertise in design thinking, concept development, design strategy, user-centered design, and much more. And that's why on our journey of discovering design we dive deeper into design with him. Hello, Sumit. Welcome to MIT Designering Series podcast show. Thank you so much for joining us on our show today.
2: Yeah, hi, Rohit. Um, thank you so much uh, for having me here. It's a pleasure uh, to talk to you and address all the designers and young designers and design practitioners uh, on this forum. So thank you so much.
1: Super. I'm sure that there's a lot to learn from our conversation today. So Smith, let's start with a nice break up. Designers dream about a future that doesn't yet exist and strive to make that future a reality. One of the important qualities of a designer is the capacity to perceive things in totality. While this is the case, uh, Sumit, designers must focus on the smallest aspects to establish solid systems and processes That will lead to meaningful products. The question that I have for you, Sumit, is how can designers acquire the capacity to see the big picture while focusing on the tiny details?
2: So this is uh, an absolutely great starting question for this discussion, uh, Rohit. And probably the most fundamental aspect of being a designer. Uh, Zooming in and out of, uh, you know, problem context and solutions is a key aspect of uh, any design professional. I believe that this kind of mindset or thought pattern is inherent to uh, a design practitioner's uh, daily uh, approach towards uh, conducting design. But perhaps uh, design is also one of the most complete activities uh, in my sense. Uh, by this i mean to suggest that uh, you know it's an end to end professional role from the core thought on an idea to having the ability uh, to and the responsibility to kind of execute it so you know this is what i uh, you know intend to express when we say like a complete profession because here you are also the starting starting person and you would also really love to execute it because uh, if the idea is not executed, then there is, uh, you know, no uh, no idea really. The, the consumers won't know about it. So therefore, uh, there is no straightforward uh, answer to this. But yet, uh, I would suggest that the vital difference between being a good designer or just a designer or not so good designer is this. Uh, the best way to learn or inculcate this is always keep the consumer at the center of the solutioning and follow the design process once this thought discipline sets in it becomes second nature i you know this is my this has been my experience in order to do good design which is viable possible and desirable students should also develop a deep understanding of design thinking and co creating methodologies because design when we say that it's uh, it's starting from the idea to conversion needs a lot of support and lot of inclusive activities. So co-creation is has the capacity, and this uh, this is an evol- evolving thought, and I think everybody knows about it. But this is something that you know we really have to believe and train our young designers.
1: Absolutely, well said, uh, Sumit. And I'm sure that um, coming together, co-creating, collaborating, like most of the products and services are focusing upon today. At the same time, engaging with the customers is a a great way to um, you know come together and focus on those tiny uh, details very very well said and sumit moving from the icebreaker now to your journey having worked in the design industry for almost two decades over the years you've been the driving force in design thinking innovation strategy and creativity across various organizations From supervising the creation of consumer-focused goods to eventually putting them into action for multiple enterprises, you've done all of it. We'd love to hear about your professional journey, Sumit. How were the last two decades and how have they shaped up uh, you and your design philosophy as well over the time?
2: Um, thanks for making it sound this credible. However, uh, good and successful design, uh, from idea to exception uh, execution, as I mentioned, is a humbling experience, you know. Uh, especially in the field of product design, I've been doing this uh, for the last 20 years, uh, being part of the creation of hundreds or, you know, more than 500 products which are there in the market now, uh, which consumers are using, uh, in big and small ways uh, that I could add so uh, essentially it's not a single person's job you know design is a collaborative uh, collective activity where many many spheres of knowledge uh, multidisciplinary people engagement and you know imagining influencing and complex decision making coexist simultaneously uh, so uh, you know i i have been blessed or uh, have the fortune today to speak to you uh, because i was part of these journeys with so many people uh, I've been fortunate uh, enough to to see the light of many many products, uh, you know, uh, in consumer hands. Uh, I when I go to people's houses, you know, I see the products that I've been working with, and you know, mostly uh, people have them. So it is definitely uh, definitely something that uh, that is the biggest kick for a designer. And uh, you know, I I I love where I am right now, and I like uh, like doing what I'm doing. Uh, In the same breath, you know, it's a continuous process of learning, you see, because things are changing so fast, so rapidly, uh, as well as unlearning, because what what I did 20 years back or 10 years back or even five years or even yesterday uh, does not exist anymore. You know, it's happened. So to me, uh, design for me is having an unsatiated uh, creative spirit. You know, uh, this is what thrills me. I enjoy these challenges immensely on a daily basis so um you know i this journey for me has just begun um, you know i would like to uh, explore more things make new things you know and the, for me the journey starts every day uh for you know if i just look at uh, you know where i have been um, uh, you know i started working uh, working 20 years back uh, i did my internship actually with rado uh which was in switzerland uh thereafter i worked with xerox uh, here in delhi and moved on to lg electronics i worked uh, a very very long time with whirlpool of india and now i'm i'm the head of design for uh, an experience at havels um you know exceptional things have happened uh you know when we started this uh there wasn't much technology we started with you know there were phones uh (laughs) there uh dumb phones uh, you know early 2000 2001 and look at what digitization is today and everything is appified and you know so things have changed we, we are working extensively on uh, connectivity uh, you know iot products uh everything is connected with each other uh, we're we're looking deeply at um, you know as i mentioned consumer journeys making them more fulfilling pleasant and engaging so now the pro- as a product designer or a designer or an experienced designer uh, as my role changes um, uh, it's it's become more holistic it's become more fulfilling uh, even design as a discipline now has uh, has has been more has become more specialized uh, especially with the young designers coming in but what i would uh, you know really um, concur and also advocate is that design is uh, simply it should be kept simple. It's a thought. It's a core thought. It's a way of approaching and solutioning. Uh, And it's a plan to do that in the most uh, efficient way, uh, keeping the consumer at the center of this. So so that has been my perspective. I hope to continue uh, this journey and uh, bring about uh, uh, more useful, beautiful, meaningful products uh, for for users and, uh, you know, kind of also uh, keep keep going on with my with my own learning
1: hey that's been an incredible journey uh, Sumit and I'm sure it feels extremely proud when you when you when when you go uh, somewhere and see the products that you've created and and you feel that sense of achievement um, you know while you do that but I'm sure there's another interesting thing that happens is uh, the thing that crosses your mind that there's so many other people who've come together who you know supported you, assisted you in terms of building this product. In fact, you've been someone who's been in charge of a group of youthful designers. And in today's fast-changing digital environment, as you were saying, asking questions is more important than ever. In fact, Sumit, it's framework that can help founding teams and early product recruits produce something that consumers want product-driven developments. The question that I have for you next, Sumit, is as the head of a young design team, how do you ensure that every member actively participates and questions the product development process? Uh,
2: You know, to me, Rohit, uh, designers by nature are continuously questioning individuals. They always question the status quo, you know, the current approach, and trying to find the next solution, uh, you know, through their own means, through their curiosity. Um, I would like to re- re-articulate uh, this term, uh, questioning, to, to a term called dialogue. You know, dialogue, uh, you know, generates, uh, generated through curious minds, and, you know, it, it is something that when your brain works, uh, keeps working actively. And uh, with a common, you know, context and goal. The most fascinating thing, if you extend this thought, in the current context, which is really exciting, uh, uh, is the emergence of many design specialities. As opposed to you know, ten or twenty years back, no longer there is a freestanding, you know, ID design team, right? Uh, uh, it's a blend of product designers color finish material graphic designers animation visualizers user interaction designers ux specialists you know and even cognitive scientists have you know really joined this uh, this whole group of uh, design and this is flourishing and this is this is the dialogue that is flourishing right and uh, this is how you know a healthy design team or young individuals can really be nurtured into into getting the best solutions uh, which are more complete uh, so this coming together of all these disciplines as i mentioned uh, brings brings together a mindset of inquiries and uh, point of views so uh, from for me as a head of design you know healthy dialogue constructive feedback reflections are an integral part of the design process and design development uh, i strongly believe that designers uh, you know, perform the best in an ecosystem that provides uh, them the freedom to express. Because design by nature is 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 a field where uh, where you have to express uh, you know your your creativity, your thoughts. Uh, so that freedom is an eminent uh, eminent part of any design ecosystem, um, and uh, such environments promote sincere exploration as well. Um, and uh, the development of such things, uh, you know, such dialogue, such explorations only will get a meaningful thought. So if there is, if there is even a critique, you know, that's, that's good. That, you know, that's, that's probably the best part when you're actually looking at things more critically. And, uh, you know, this is an innate curiosity or a curious approach that all designers have and uh, you know if you blend it with actually you know the the process or the design process that we learn in in our in our schools as well which is about brainstorming and you know uh, ideation and uh, and again co-creation and feedbacks and automatically provides a great space for young minds to work and thrive uh, creatively and professionally so uh, you know as i said you know this is part of design and uh, you know a participatory uh, you know open dialogue is is a must for a design environment uh, and any any design head or a design leader uh, to foster with with the team hey did you know soch
1: from havels is a platform for cross verticalization of creative impulses across organizational boundaries it is a culture that fosters the adoption of new technology while also lowering obstacles to innovation and fortiduous discoveries. It provides a platform for you to give wings to your intriguing ideas and make a unique product a reality. Brilliant. And in fact, Sumit, while talking about uh, your journey and how you've been leading teams, let's also talk about the organization that you're currently associated with one of the significant and fastest expanding electrical and power distribution equipment manufacturers. With a determination to strive persistently and continually better yourself, your teams, your services, and your products, all of them, Sumit, have been creating a wonderful impact out there. In fact, every product should be founded on brand's goal and commitment is Something that we've seen Havels believe in. The question that I have for you, Sumit, there is, as it influences prioritization, how do you as a design leader ensure that these principles are reflected in the vast majority of your product briefings?
2: Right, right. So, great question again, uh, you know, design um, here, uh, you know, design, I feel in the way we, we look at it at Havels is a strategic tool for a brand. Uh, and this is how, uh, you know, every, uh, every uh, growing company uh, is looking at it. So, it is not just a function anymore. It is, it is the driver for, uh, you know, consumer delight. Uh, and therefore, uh, you know, uh, uh, asset or a strategic tool for any company so um you know havel sincerely believes in keeping the consumer at the heart of uh, you know of all the solutions it provides uh, and when the consumer comes in you know design automatically uh, you know kind of has an open door to come in right so uh, and then of course uh, you know innovation is the key to to growth uh, you know that's the future uh, so again you know there again design plays uh, the most critical role uh, and then perceived quality, again, design comes in. So overall, you know, uh, as, a, as, a, as a consumer uh, company or a company that has, uh, let's say, uh, business to consumer, B two C products, uh, design plays, uh, you know, a, a very embedded role. Um, so looking deep, deeply into the consumer's uh, latent and emerging needs and creating solutions which are easy to adopt. Uh, and bring convenience is, is our goal. Uh, you know that's what the consumer um, you know prefers, and you know would appeal to the consumer in the uh, in the plethora of choices that they have. So uh, design probably becomes the only differentiator there. So striving to de- uh, deliver that differentiation with the most um, you know well crafted uh, experiences. Uh, is what uh, you know is the key principle uh, you know that i would like to highlight um, uh, here uh, which uh, which is part of the you know briefings uh, to my team or you know any any product um, should be looked at that lens uh, which goes into the market
1: uh, uh. hey interesting sumit in fact when you spoke about um... Uh, consumers um, and and, uh, their expectation. I think one of the other things that is shaping this up is the consumer experience. In fact, in today's rapidly changing world, where consumers are accustomed to frictionless interactions and tailored experiences on their smartphones, they're increasingly expecting the same from their business engagements as well. The question that I have for you, Sumit, is, What are some of the ways organizations may rethink the consumer experience by using smart technology and design thinking on the end user to create seamless human interactions?
2: So, um, you know, times have changed, uh, rightly so. Uh, In this rapid change and digital uh, disruption, glorification of new channels and technologies, uh, the expectations of our consumers and customers uh, have changed. Uh, And very rightly so. Uh, Technology and digital have significantly altered our consumers' lives. uh, And they've defined their lives in a totally different way. And the expectations uh, of the brands as well, and the product companies, and the product offerings, everything has changed. Uh, So, essentially, the the digitization uh, has kind of turned this this whole... uh, product, consumer game uh, upside down and the expectations also therein. Uh, So seamless consumer journeys across all channels uh, and focused not on just a transactional, but a personalized relationships are the key for building, you know, this preference or loyalty or following because consumers are discerning, Um, uh, you know, everything is uh, available to everybody. Uh, with a touch of a button now, uh, it is in their palms. Uh, and, uh, you know, they are all very aware. Uh, so, therefore, there is uh, the, 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 the understanding of, uh, of uh, designer uh, and uh, consumer has evolved tremendously. Uh, and it's not just, uh, you know, just simple functional. But, uh, you know, there are other multi-layers that have come in. Uh, which are uh, which are also uh, you know pleasure you know providing uh, engagement providing uh, pleasure uh, pl- building a relationship uh, having a connect so these are all the other dynamic uh, uh, you know relationships that a product uh, or a service uh, has to uh, you know has to provide. Uh, To the to the consumer and once this is there then is when you create a seamless, uh, you know flow of uh, interaction Uh, This is where the you know human or the as you mentioned the human interactions or the consumer connect happens Uh, This is where you build relationships or you know brand preferences uh, like, look at Apple and look at these uh, companies, uh, you know, you opt for an Apple after an Apple. So, so this, is, this is what, uh, you know, we've all learned uh, through really great examples. Uh, and uh, this is out in the open. Uh, it starts just a very linear path anymore. Uh, digitization uh, has uh, completely uh, made uh, consumers, uh, you know, more, uh, uh, more aware uh, less forgiving but uh, very very uh, uh, very very picky and it it brings a lot of a uh, lot of responsibility to designers and brings uh, a lot of charm to the discipline uh, and importance also uh, so I I believe that all of this is happening uh, in a very very useful way or a very good way for the design profession uh, you know earlier in earlier times it was uh, it was just about you know looking at aesthetics uh, mainly but now it's become more fruitful more holistic as uh, you know as uh, the core principles of uh, design learning go so so this is uh, this is uh, this is what i have to mention that the consumer experience uh, is becoming the core to product delivery
1: Absolutely, Sumit. And in fact, taking cue from two words that you've stressed upon. Um, one is experience and second is taking the cue from uh, the word smart products. In fact, product is always an experience, uh, Sumit, not a word. The experience that an organization provides its customers have an impact on their thoughts and influences their decision making as well. When a clear, strong product development process is established, Sumit, from the outset, the clarity informs all future business choices. The question that I have for you, Sumit, next is how can we as designers develop this productive approach that will ultimately inform all future business decisions?
2: Okay. So this is a pretty loaded uh, question. Uh, so the starting point of this uh, again is that uh, one has to believe in design, right, and uh, make design a partner in business, uh, and uh, you know because uh, design brings the key competitive advantage. Uh, design brings out the vision, right, the future picture, the future state, uh, what the business aspires to be, is all and uh, uh, laid out uh, only through the design approach. We often talk about innovation um, in the same scape as design these days. And this is a good point uh, in this conversation to also talk uh, again about innovation. So design has an immense role to play in innovation process and uh, and development. And innovation, uh, you know, I will will weave this. uh, Because innovation is a key goal or an objective of any organization. So here I would like to you know, uh, you know, make uh, make designers and young designers understand that this is, a, is an intimately uh, you know, woven fabric of any business at the core where the mindset of design uh, with respect to innovation, with respect to competitive advantage, Uh, is a key role that, uh, you know, the the business understands that the design plays. And design and innovation, you know, because they are the key to inspire, right? And provide that ambition to the business. So, uh, all in all, you know, ultimately, future business decisions are driven by only aspirations, ambitions, and goals, correct? And these come from future pictures, future visualizations, right? Uh, innovations, which is, uh, which is just the, uh, let's say the bread box of design. So, um, so, uh, you know, this is, this is the point of view that I carry. And, you know, that's why, uh, you know, design has is, is so strong and, you know, has to be valued and it is valued uh, in the industry uh, more and more.
1: Absolutely. Well said, uh, Sumit. In fact, uh, what what I think, uh, Sumit, is design should be more learnable. Users should be able to utilize an application in less time. And such designs are devoid of cognitive reasoning. In fact, intuitive design, which is built using intuition and prior knowledge, can be an effective method to achieve this. What I wish to know from you, Sumit, next is what are some of the design principles that we may employ as designers to create more intuitive products?
2: Okay, so um, intuitive is uh, when the user sees something, he or she knows what to do with it, right? So this is all about uh, usability, engagement, ease of use, convenience, uh, uh, being natural, being friendly, humane. So all of these are words, right? But the core of this is to understand the user, and you know I cannot emphasize this more. And probably I'm just kind of, you know, emphasizing this again in this in this thing is that you know, uh, we we really need to provide the desired experience, and the and the understanding of the user to have the intuitive, uh, intuitiveness in your design is critical. The other aspect is uh, you know just drawing upon two very core, um, you know core points from the design thinking process, right? One is the starting point, which is empathy, right? So empathy actually talks about or deals the about the feelings and the understanding uh, and the, you know, hidden or unmet requirements of the user. So empathy is critical. Uh, this is, uh, this brings the perspective of, uh, you know, a better outcome because, you know, you're connected with the user the other two key aspects again from the design thinking methodology is the is the aspect of prototyping and testing right so you may have a hypothesis right you may have understood the designer very well but you have to check your hypothesis you have to prototype test you know make a mock up or you know make a, you know study study mock ups etc uh, prototype your ideas and test them rigorously so unless you actually have them tested, uh, you will not be able to completely be sure that it's intuitive or not. So this is, about, this is about getting into the granularity of design. A successful design has to be prototyped, has to and tested and proven that you empathized with the design. So in a way, you know, this design think, thinking process is a loop, right? so only once you test you know that you you did a good job and the good job is the intuitiveness so uh, so that is what i wanted to bring uh, bring to your uh, your attention uh, about the intuitiveness of uh, of a product
1: hey did you know that Havel's fan was honored with the FE's bronze award in the durable category for their outstanding achievements, entrepreneurial success, and contribution to industry and the society. Brilliant. In fact, while we talk about intuitiveness, one of the other things, um, uh, Sumit, that we can't uh, escape is the visual simplicity. In fact, it does not imply ease of use only. And achieving ease of use is surprisingly tricky. Simplicity, Sumit, according to me, necessitates a viewpoint on what is most essential and the ability to maintain that focus. However, the context and the manner of usage determine how users perceive the complexity of a problem. Sorry, complexity of a product and that's where uh, sumit i wish to know from you how can we as designers ensure that we instill simplicity in our designs while keeping users knowledge awareness and abilities in mind
2: okay so this is uh, this is a tricky question <laughs> tricky question okay now uh, you know to me and this is my personal view uh, simplicity should not be con- uh, confused uh, by uh, you know visual, just uh, solely visual complexity, and ease of use should not be confused with being simple. Uh, and this is somehow you know in our uh, in in our you know general uh, understanding, we keep kind of uh, looking at it. Uh, the simplicity should not be looked at in a simplistic manner. You know that is the core of this. Uh, because uh, design is always uh, contextual. It depends on the consumer, the audience, the culture, the task you have to you know the designers is to do the environment. Uh, so uh, so look like, look at uh, examples like uh, let's say uh, you know payment net uh, bank, online payments right Now p- payment can be very simple right but you know you build those steps you build additional steps. Because there has to be a safe payment, there has to be a, a surety, correct? So maybe you could have done it very simplistically. You think that you did it simplistically, but then you added a few steps so that you know, you assure uh, the, 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 the safety of, uh, of the task. Um, I, I don't know whether you guys, you guys are very young, but um, if you remember the old railway stations, they used to have these weighing machines, right? very complex looking, big things, right? You get a ticket at the end. It was visually very, uh, very uh, dynamic and uh, complex, maybe. But the job that it had to do was very simple. But yet, it was uh, in our days, uh, we used to love, uh, you know, getting a rupee from our parents and, you know, trying to do this thing. So, uh, my, you know, my, uh, what I want to bring about is that don't look at simplicity simplicity simplistically right uh, and never confuse it with visual simplicity or you know confuse it with uh, with being uh, being easy to use simple is a is an aspect of the consumer and the environment and the task or the solution that you uh, you know want to provide uh, so I do not know whether uh, you know I, probably when you start working and you engage in you know many projects and many designs and uh, you know uh, you know complex activities you will realize this more and more but for me uh, right now maybe you could just you know take this phrase as uh, as as the starting point that don't look at simplistic simplicity as being simplistic Wow,
1: that's brilliantly put by you, Sumit. Uh, uh, I I think uh, that summed up the last line, summed up the impact out there. In fact, um, my next question on product thinking, uh, which is a crucial part of product development process, Sumit, providing clear direction for producing the product. In fact, it satisfies a need or solves a problem for individuals and adds value. Wrong solutions can be corrected, but non-existent issues aren't adjustable. What I wish to know from you, Sumit, is how can we as designers improve our product thinking skills all while addressing a real problem?
2: So, um, you know, in my domain of work, uh, product thinking uh, skills um, should stem from sustainability, sustainability. And a purposeful product development or creation thought. So things like you know modularity, scalability, phasing out plans. These are the you know uh, building blocks of thinking about uh, in terms of product thinking, right? Uh, so that you your product has uh, has a longer stay. Uh, has a more uh, more uh, robust uh, you know uh, kind of uh, offering to the consumer Uh, it has one has to understand as a designer uh, you know the rational behind marketing and the outlook of the factory or the execution uh, layouts to understand a complete view of the product thinking so you know these are these are these are terms or these are aspects uh, which uh, which probably arrive uh, in uh, real time uh, activities but this is uh, this is the sphere of thinking about uh, products and uh, their natural um, you know uh, cradle to grave kind of uh, um, you know uh, life or uh, outlook
1: interesting In fact, now, since we've been talking about product design, let's turn to the world of technology as well. So with the promise of new technology has always been to enhance our human powers, allowing us to achieve things we couldn't do before. It is about looking beyond what technology can accomplish and towards what it will enable us to do. With the introduction of these new technologies comes an endless number of applications as well. The question that I have for you, Sumit, there is how can people incorporate these technologies into their daily lives and what role will we play as designers in this process?
2: Okay, Um, so um, as a race, um, let me take you to the current uh, situation of the pandemic. So as a race, uh, the pandemic has made us look and introspect at all our actions of the past, objectively look at the outcomes uh, and reflect or uh, devise a future strategy or action. While as designers and sometimes uh, academically oriented philosophers, if I if I say, we have a so-called uh, human-centered approach, right? These are just terms which are created by people, like you and me as humans or uh, any um, living non-living thing we never exist in isolation right and being social we coexist and rise or fall collectively so humanity or uh, humanity centered approach is looking at the big picture and uh, of coexistence Here it is uh, important to me now for all the young designers to draw their attention to the principles of uh, Indian culture and tradition. Uh, With these values, uh, you know, we always had these values of uh, larger cause, of society, of mutual respect, discipline, restraint um you know very uh, very easily the aspects of reuse recycle not being wasteful being mindful needless to say that uh, the indian designers have an advantage uh, here and now you know looking at uh, this uh, this background which i gave you so this is uh, this is a crucial and uh, uh, you know uh, we're at the edge we're at the tipping point uh, for the business world uh, from changing over from a traditional transactional approach to a more relationship approach uh, fostering well-meaning and well-being so this uh, this is what human-centered design thinking uh, should be uh, used as and I think being Indians uh, having this uh, this cultural uh, strength uh, from generations is is an aspect that we should uh, protect Uh, and we should cultivate to develop this uh, more and more.
1: Wow, well said, Sumit. And that brings us to our last question, uh, Sumit, on our show. At MIT Group of Institutions, we have coined the term design which is a unique combination of design and engineering. What I wish to know from you, Sumit, is does this concept blend in your field and could this help young designers achieve something exceptional?
2: right of course uh, definitely you know um, this is uh, this is a great term uh, i think uh, you know I, I, and this is what i also tell my uh, my d- teenage daughter is that you know art and design are they coexist uh, there is no um, let's say even if you're an animator if you don't understand the physicality of of, uh, of any um, body you will not be able to do justice to to animation uh, uh, and for anything else if you're a painter you know if you don't know chemistry you won't be able to do this so so design engineer, design and engineering are mated uh, you know at uh, <laughs> at birth and if you you have to understand that uh, that these if you don't understand the physical you will not be able to manifest uh, the emotional uh, so, so this, is, uh, this is a great thing, um, Rohit, and, uh, you know, I completely believe in this, um, this ethos and the more and more people uh, start, uh, you know, looking at it not as to, uh, to, to, to different streams, but streams that, that uh, will build, build the future because more and more uh, we have um, like bioengineering, right? We have new, new emergence of knowledge is through connecting to different fields and this is how knowledge also percolates and new developments new innovations new thought processes new services new products will evolve
1: great thank you so much Sumit, for validating that for us and thank you so much for joining on our show i'm sure there's so much to learn for all the designers the product designers also out there from this conversation thank you again on behalf of all of us for doing this with us,
2: it's, it's, uh, it's uh, my pleasure, and uh, I hope uh, uh, you know to to sometime uh, meet these students and meet you in person uh, when things uh, things open up. Uh, it's definitely a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Rohit. Thank you, so much.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our new segment where we host a startup design studio every month, and. This month we will be getting into conversation with Mohit Yadav, founder of Wolfcraft Strategy and Design Studio. Hello Mohit, welcome to MIT Design Hearing Series.
3: Hey Rohit, good to be here, thanks for the invite.
1: Super, so as my first question on this first conversation with you Mohit, tell us about Wolfcraft Strategy and Design Studio. What solutions do you assist your customers with and how did it all start for you?
3: Sure, with uh, so Wolfcraft is a product and experience design studio primarily. We help startups and large corporations leverage the power of design to craft experiences that generate value for the businesses and their end users. In the last five years, the team at Wolfcraft has delivered high quality design solutions for many new age startups and large organizations. Um, These include strategic and UX interventions on various complex enterprise solutions, direct-to-consumer applications, large platforms, communities, and more. Uh, Majorly, we have uh, our uh, expertise into four areas, uh, that is investigate, innovate, disrupt, and inspire. And as the name suggests, they're self-explanatory, but, you know, investigate is where we bring quality insights on the users and scenarios, etc. In innovate... uh, where we try to help businesses leverage design to come up with innovative solutions in their respective domains in disrupt we uh, leverage design to rethink and come up with new age ideas to relook at how things are done today and try to help them uh, you know disrupt business models and user facing solutions etc and inspire is my favorite one where you use designs to uh, create something that inspires the audi- audience or, or the newer generation where you know you could be a leader in a space or You know, uh, it could be a new way of doing business, new way of engaging customers or uh, really making a statement, you know, so basically peeking into the future.
1: Wow, Mohit, this sounds interesting and exciting, and I'm sure that it must be a really exciting journey for you, your team members, as well as your customers.
3: Yes, indeed. Indeed, Rohit. Uh, I think we had a very, very uh, interesting five years uh, behind us. Uh, where we largely worked with uh, many different, you know, shapes and size of organizations and very, very diverse projects. So yes, certainly.
1: Super. What I also want to know from you, Mohit, while there are so many design strategy and user experience companies, what is the different niche that you are addressing?
3: Um, okay, so we we are already living in an experience economy, and there are very few brands leveraging this fact you know, or are aware that we are moving in this direction. Our focus is to help brands transition from the service economy to the new age experience economy. And also a lot of companies try to, you know, offer more and more to their consumers. And by more I mean a lot of differentiated modular offerings. For example, you know, design with technology, design with digital marketing, design with branding, etc. Uh, Because of that, most of the times design takes a backseat and design becomes a commodity or at best it becomes a stage in a process. Our niche is offering only design services uh, and that allows us to operate at a strategic level where we are very focused, we go deep and uh, our team is super critical uh, of the application of design towards that business. Uh, Because of this, we are able to craft an actual experience for an offering and our customers see a very, very well differentiated value for their businesses you know using design
1: wow this is absolutely exciting and i'm sure that there's a lot for us to discover in our future conversations uh, with mohit this entire month thank you so much mohit again for joining our show we are excited to build more conversations with you over our
3: next upcoming episodes likewise rohit looking forward to it thank you
0: Hey there, thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed our show. Do write to us at mds-mit.edu.in. We look forward to your opinions, feedbacks and suggestions of speakers you would like us to host on this show. You can also connect with us on our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter handles to get regular updates regarding new episodes and speakers. Do tune in to our channel next Wednesday for a new story on your favorite audio streaming platforms.